Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. It is a big deal, you know. General election doesn't happen very often, every five years usually, maybe four years or three years if it doesn't go so well. And I suppose... We have to, to focus a little bit on it in the weeks leading up to it. It's understandable. But it's a responsibility, I guess, that we all have is to vote. And one, a privilege as well, one that not every country has. And it, we're reminded of that whenever a general election comes along. But one thing that we've noticed here on Limerick Today is we've been getting questions from listeners about what it actually how it actually all works, how the vote works. Are you supposed to vote all the way down? Are you supposed to vote only number one? Do you do a tick? Do you do an X? Do you do a number? All that kind of thing. So we thought it would be a good idea that uh, Limerick's county registrar, Pat Wallace, would come in and have a chat with us this morning and explain the whole system. Good morning to you, Pat. You're very welcome. Good morning, Julian. So, uh, Pat, we have a complicated system in this country, but you're going to try and simplify it for us this morning. Um, well, as you know, each, each ballot paper will contain the names of a number of candidates. And as it happens, there are 12 candidates on the Limerick City paper and 12 candidates on the Limerick County paper. So when a, a person uh, comes to vote, they'll be given the ballot paper, they go into the booth and they make a decision as to who they'd like to vote for. And they can vote for all 12 candidates or as many as they like in order of their preference. Down one, two, three, four, etc. So... There's no, like, you don't have to use the 1 to 12. You can no. vote just one. No, um, exactly. Yeah. But I suppose the big question is, if you do use more than one number, what happens to your vote after you use number one? Well, after the, the that second and third choice, or, and so, so many choices that are made, may be useful in the counting of the votes for those other candidates down the line. They may or may not be, depending on what happens. Uh, and the way the account pans out. Okay, well, I- explain to us how it, it works then on the day of the count, because you're the man in charge of yeah. all that will happen in... It's in the Limerick Race Course again, Limerick and Patrick's course, well, this no, Sunday. Um, lots and lots of boxes. Do you know uh, roughly how many boxes will arrive at the race course the to open? is uh, 286 for uh, both city and uh, county. Okay, so all of those get opened. Yeah. They're on two different floors. Obviously, they're two different constituencies, two separate counts. Right. And And, uh, the first job is to reconcile the votes, the number of votes in each box with what we are advised by the presiding officer in a tally sheet that is given to us at the end of when when polls close. Okay. So that takes a bit of time now. That could take up to lunchtime or um, early afternoon. And after that, then, uh, the first count commences. And uh, when, and the votes are counted then to establish how many candidates get how many votes. Now, what some people won't understand is that yeah. you're saying you don't actually start counting them till the early afternoon, right? Correct. But the airwaves here, I know we're, we have our own coverage here on Live yes. 95. We'll be bringing coverage to yes. all the listeners from 9 o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning. We'll have updates every half hour as well and also extra coverage online on the app on the extra. Um, and we'll actually be giving figures. Um, oh, yeah. And and other radio stations will be doing the same and we'll be kind of saying so-and-so's ahead of who. And, 
you know, giving numbers as well on, on what the, the tallies are, but you're not actually counting. People no, get confused no. by that. Uh, you yeah. know, the count hasn't started, but how come they already know who's, who's in first place and who's coming in second place? Okay, well, the counters are working behind barriers and in front of them are representatives of mainly, mainly the two major parties, Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael, who uh, jointly run tallies and pool their resources. So uh, one of their number are leaning over the benches, uh, the, 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 the barrier, and seeing what, when the votes are opened, which candidate has got number one. Okay, They're only so looking for number ones now. They, they can't manage it beyond <laughs> that. Yeah, it's a and there's somebody behind them ticking off the, uh, the votes as each person gets them. And they have to do it upside down, down basically, don't they? Because they're looking. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's easy enough. enough but it, fact, yeah. I've always found it fascinating that it's it's so facilitated. Yeah. you know yeah. that we have a very open system where, you know, they're allowed to look at all these yes. votes coming out of the boxes and the counters. Make no well, attempt to hide it from them. It's you know they make it easy for the tallies, I and mean, the tallies then get some sort it, of a picture. It's of the essence that the system is transparent. Uh, and people will have uh, it, it's a credible system then because it is transparent So explain then how somebody gets elected Okay, so uh, let's say um, you have to establish a quota first and the quota is established by taking the total po- valid poll and dividing it by the number of seats in the constituency plus one So if say there was 40,000 voters there are f- uh, in Limerick City and there are four candidates you add one to four which gives you five you divide it into 40 and you get 8,000 and you add number one vote to that so 8,001 becomes the quota Okay So, and that's why we don't we can't say now what the quota will be on Sunday oh no, you because you have to know how many people actually many are going to turn out yeah, um, and vote yeah. Correct. on the day. Yeah. Now, you mentioned valid votes. What makes a vote invalid? Well, if it's marked, if it's not marked at all, if nobody uh, puts uh, indication of preference on it, if they mark it in such a way that there is no indication of preference. For instance, if somebody comes and puts an X opposite candidate A that and does nothing else, that's a valid vote. But if they put two X's down, it's an invalid vote because it's, there's no indication of preference. Does it happen? Oh, it does. It does happen, yes, it does. I suppose that's why this interview is so important, yeah. is because pe- people still don't realise yeah. necessarily so, Some how people to do don't it. mark valid papers at all. Some people mark it in a variety of ways. Some people will write on it. That'll make it a spoiled vote. But now, that's deliberate. Yeah. Um, and, the, and people are doing that as a protest. Well, you get a few doing that. I mean, you... It's always a small number, but it's it, a small number, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So somebody has to reach the quota. Usually, the first person to get elected has reached the quota. Yeah. Uh, what happens next? Well, if if we have to determine if there is a surplus. So, for instance, for example, if uh, candidate A gets fifteen thousand votes, and the quota is ten thousand, he has a surplus of five thousand. So we have to count all the votes again to establish who got his second preferences, who were who was number two, who were number two on. The so you count papers. all fifteen thousand votes Correct. again and get a percentage. Correct. It's the only time we do that yeah. now. 
Because it's the only time it's possible, I suppose. Yeah. So if, for instance, in that count, uh, candidate B gets 7,500 of his votes, of his set number twos, then he is entitled to 50% of the surplus. The surplus now is 5,000 because 10,000 have got him elected. So therefore, candidate B will get 2,500 of those 5,000. Okay. You'd want to be fair good at maths, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, you get used to it. Okay, so that's, that is the, after the first that's person selected. And that's, and that's with the surplus. Yeah. That is the last time, that is the only time that all the votes are counted again to achieve a surplus. After that, down the line, as candidates are eliminated and others reach the surplus, or any, I reach the quota, quota. sorry, any surplus after that is taken from the top of their bundle because votes are, are are banded in 50s and they're all placed in a container. So candidates are in the container, candidate, candidate Bs are in the container. So they will be taken from the top, just taken off the top. So it's a, it's a random selection it's a, it's then a random at that point. System, yeah. And then the same thing happens when, when candidates are eliminated. Their number twos are looked at. If number two yes. has already been elected or has already been eliminated, you just drop down t- and you look at where the number three yes. uh, and where the number that's, four that, is. That's, that's PR, you see, yeah, in working. Yeah. And then what happens if somebody doesn't reach the quota? People can get elected without yes, reaching the quota. Yes, yeah. How does that happen? Well, um, in simple terms, you you run you run out of candidates to be eliminated, or if you have a candidate mostly won the last candidate, and his his or her elimination will not make any difference to the last the election of the last candidate. So uh, candidates are eliminated mostly eliminated surpluses. Generally, their surpluses aren't huge. The odd time Willie O'Dea got a surplus there, a huge surplus there years ago. I um, think he there was one year he got enough votes for yeah, sorry, um, possibly uh, two or whatever. But yeah, this yeah. But, um, uh, generally in recent years they're not a big factor. It's mostly the eliminations. And of course, it's changed in Limerick as well. In, well, two elections ago, I think yeah. it was. We we used to have five seats, and now we have four seats. All of that kind of yes, exactly. change exactly how, what what a quota would be. Um, a listener has got in touch with us and they're actually asking us the question, are you better off putting preferences all the way down or just giving your number one and leaving it? Well, to exercise your vote, people should vote all the way down the paper to the extent that they want to. Okay. Um, Because they get better value for their vote, I suppose. They get better value for the vote, but I mean, they're not obliged to vote for candidates that they believe will not uh, reflect their uh, political views. But I suppose the advantage is what you can do is you can vote against people in the in our system, which you can't necessarily do in the system across the water. You right. can choose if you use it, your whole paper, you can actually decide I can keep people out right. by voting two and three and four yes, in lots of other ways. Yeah. yeah. Well, you uh, could vote for other candidates that you don't think much of to keep uh, to in order to exclude the benefit of your vote to another candidate. Yeah, it's it's a complicated system, yeah. Pat. And it, yeah. how many of you have to fully understand how it's working on the day? Because there'll be a huge staff at Patrick's Well. Yeah, there will be. There'll be approximately about 
110 counters in between the two constituencies. Um, uh, generally, uh, they, the counters count, but the kind of supervisors determine uh, how the day will proceed and how uh, PR will be dealt with. So it's all managed in a way that it's very structured, structured. throughout it all. Have you, have you any idea? I suppose I'm asking this from a really selfish point of view, um, Pat, because I'm going to be there on the day. Any idea how long it'll go on on Sunday? Uh, I don't. Piece of uh, string, I suppose. I don't. Usually the county is in sooner than the city. Um, I mean, it would be the... Uh, it's an aspiration to finish out on the day. Uh, but there comes a point when uh, people have been counting since nine o'clock in the morning and they're tired and... Uh, you don't want mistakes. If one for four, you know, their mistakes could be made so it might be better off postponing it till the following day. And the other possibility that might drag it out as well is a recount. Under what yeah. circumstances do you allow a recount? Well, um, the, the, the recounts are requested... Uh, by a candidate who's not satisfied with the way the count is proceeding. And uh, it is up to the returning officer on the day uh, to uh, That's proceed to that. It's just a question of what's happening on the ground. I mean, but all these counters are very experienced and the fact that I don't believe they'd make very large errors, if any at all. Uh, they've been doing it for years. and uh, But... In order to satisfy a candidate, uh, a, a recount may be arranged. It may not be arranged from the beginning. It may be arranged from the fourth count on. It depends on what is uh, the situation is. And it's you can only generalise about a recount because it's particular to the day. But I suppose if, if there's going to be a recount, it means you have to manage where all the votes go very, very carefully if you if there's the possibility you have to cha- start again from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, generally... Recounts arise when there's a very tight finish towards the end of the day with the election of the last candidate and the exclusion of the second, uh, the, the, the last, the exclusion of the last candidate yeah. and the election of, the, of the, the candidate above him or her. And I suppose what's also important, Pat, is, you know, people arriving on Saturday. This is the first time in my lifetime I remember yeah. going to uh, vote in a general election on a Saturday. Yes. Um, they'll be arriving at their polling stations. Yes. What do they need to bring? Well, they need to bring some form of identity. Um, there are two choices. Anything with a photograph on it, uh, such as a social services card, uh, um, a passport, driving licence or such like. Or if they don't have that, a, a letter showing their address supported by a credit card showing their name. Or just their polling card, will that do? Well, the polling card isn't from identity and a polling card, you don't need to bring a calling, polling card to the uh, polling station. A lot of people do, but uh, your name is checked against the register. And um, Is the yeah. polling card then really just to let you know that you're on the register and you have the right to vote? Correct. Because it tells you where to vote. Some people have told me they haven't got theirs yet and they'd be concerned. But I think if you if you go along and you have yeah. your ID, there's no issue if you don't have your polling yeah. card. Yeah, no. that's you're cor- I'm correct in that. That's great. Um, so a long day ahead, lots of preparations. Yeah. From um, 7 in the morning. 
um, yeah. till what, what, whatever time and yeah. we'll, we'll all have our fingers crossed no recounts it'll be straight and straightforward okay. enough Pat thanks very much for that um, that's Pat Wallace who's the Limerick County Registrar um, thanks for joining us on Limerick Today this morning Call Limerick Today now on 461995 